Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains. Welcome to Further Love Pomegranate Podcast. Both Neil and Paddy, and you can see Paddy is in our dairy, your London dairy, depending on where you are in the world, studios today. Paddy's actually on holidays, and look, with all the with all the great stuff that, uh, I won't say great stuff, Jesus, what am I like? But with all the, the madness that's been going on with Twitter um, and with uh, transfers over the last 24, 36 hours, you know, Paddy, this tell you how dedicated Paddy is to, to the podcast. He brought the laptop. And he brought the microphone with him on all of this. But uh, <laughs> so, there look, there you go. Right. Well, Paddy's been an absolutely mental 36 hours. Um, I have been, oh, I have been, uh, not only was I digest, I, I, thought, I thought it was the delirium from, um, I got a few aches and pains and I was feeling wrecked tired after getting my second, my second dose of the vaccine. Thankfully, it's all passed and I am now ready to take on the world and get over to Villa Park. But I thought it was the delirium of the of the vaccine when I read on my uh, my phone yesterday that Jack Grealish bid of a hundred million in for Jack Grealish, and then all of a sudden, then you know everything just went completely haywire on on, um, uh, on Twitter. And then obviously we had the game today, and we're going to talk about all that. And then after the game today, it breaks that Leon Bailey is uh, now on his way to Aston Villa. It looks pending a medical. And we're going to talk about all of that today in this podcast. But let's start with some non-transfer-related news, I think, firstly. And let's talk about that game today that we played. Aston Villa actually played in a number of games today. But uh, the first one we're going to talk about is Aston Villa 3, Bristol City nil. played National Gate. Um, today, Aston Villa took a... I think a mixed bag team, Paddy. Uh, I think that's what we call it—a mixed yeah. bag of a team to to actually get today, and they came away three 0 victors. I suppose first of all, you know the team um, people like Steer is still in goals. Obviously, we're waiting. Martinez come back. Kanza and House were there. Ashley Young was excellent at left back again. It's going to be a real tussle between himself and Target. You know, I can see Target 
absolutely busting a nut for 60 minutes and, and Ashley Young coming on for the last 25, 30 minutes in games. And I'm excited. Played really well. Cash is there. Especially we have to chase. I think we might see that kind of combination. But anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I think we might see that too. Yeah. Our, our Ramsey uh was was or sorry jacob ramsey was there you know there was nakamba uh ollie watkins jacob philogene bidace who was for me the star of the show today along with ollie, well ollie watkins was the star of the show he was just immensely brilliant i thought he was excellent as was begin but philogene bidace, bidace really kind of came i won't say came of age but he kind of started looking like a grown-up player today and uh, I think that's what, probably the best place to start because he had a really nifty finish for the first goal, Paddy. Um, talk us through that. Do you remember what the first goal was like? Well, I did, I did, I'm not going to say that I saw the game. I didn't. I watched. I saw the highlights. I'm on my holidays, so we, we did a bit of family uh, traveling around. So saw the highlights. Uh, great ball in from the left. Not actually sure who put the ball in, but what looked like Watkins. a finish. Watkins from, from the yeah. outside with right foot, very neat finish and great start to the game. As you said, there was a lot going on today. There was three games. There was one in Stafford Rangers. There was one in Bodymore. And then we had the one in Bristol City. So it was it was hard to tell which one was the was the game of the day, but that was the one that was broadcast. So that's the one we can comment on. But uh, apologies to all the listeners that uh, uh, as dedicated I am to be here tonight, I... Uh, I didn't see the the game today, but I will watch it back on on the pass that I bought from uh, AVTVs. But I'll watch it over the next few days. It's uh, and Joe, we're going to segue or, or just move off that for a small little bit, t- tangentially move on towards AVTV. I, I'm I'm really impressed with what they have this season. You know, I would have been before I did the podcast. I would have been absolutely spitting fire over some of the things that it, or it's the lack of um, production value. Borderline professionalism. I, I'm not talking ill about the club, yeah. but you know it was just put. It was just poorly put together for, uh, at times. And for us guys who are abroad, maybe reliance stuff like that for youth games and 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 the snippets and bits and pieces. Wow, they really got their their acting gear this year. It's an, uh, I think it's unbelievable. I had no hesitation paying the the forty euros. I think is what it was over here, thirty four ninety nine in the UK. And uh, I, I must say it's been absolutely excellent so far. You know, you get to watch all the games back, and we're not selling it here, nothing to sell it, but it's you no, know, for me. Not. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is great. I, what I was most impressed was the offering was that after after the if you were to miss any game, you could rewatch it, and yes. that, that includes the Premier League game. So I look, I I don't envisage I'd miss too many games because obviously you want to watch them, but you know, uh, there will be days like today where real life takes over and you, you get to watch them at a later stage so that that day will come but for for the sake of 34.99 or 40 euro whatever it is I, I thought it was very worth it and money goes to the club sir it's a win-win yeah. situation absolutely and uh yeah, absolutely you know it's fantastic but anyway getting back to the game you know as i say villa won three nil first goal was philly jean bidace and uh, who was really really um he was really kind of threatening. He looked like he could play at championship level. Uh, Bristol City looked like they're going to struggle. They didn't. They had very few ideas. We looked a bit ponderous at back at times, but uh, we could always just pop it up another gear. We got the second goal in very fortuitous circumstances. McGinn uh, crossed in a lovely ball. It was actually a nice free kick, but the goalkeeper made an absolute balls of it and uh, just dropped Ezri Kondu, just tapped it into the back mm-hmm. of the net. 
And then the third goal was uh was so oh, it was some really lovely work. Somebody actually somebody who's who's working well, I think, working better and looking fitter and looking more uh looking more like a two way player is Anwar El Ghazi, I think, in preseason. And look, I know it's preseason and everybody is full of the beans of life. Um, you know, seeking you do it after maybe taking being kicked up and down the field against Burnley and then you have to come on the next day and then you have to to try and, and, and unlock a defence. But um he was really good tonight, El Ghazi, and he got to the byline and put in a lovely cross and when I saw the goal, the, the third goal from Ali Watkins, the diving header, it looked like a goal from FIFA. He was just standing there on his own and he just like the diving header, he was like a missile. And uh it's just a really good goal, you know. It was just I, I boring game, but an entertain very entertaining in parts, I thought. That's how I'd sum up the, the, the game today. Yeah, great finish. Uh, the, the kind of the kind of people of my ilk and my uh, generation love an old diving hitter. But uh, yeah, fair play to Anwar warming up for his move to Roma coming up in the next couple of weeks. But there you go. Just my Everyone opinion. Say that. That <laughs> He's going with, with John Terry to Roma with, with Jose. So it'll be interesting. Everyone is saying that. Everyone is, like I've I've seen it a couple of times about Amber Gazi to Roma, but uh, yeah, it's 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 you know if 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 it happens, they better better stump up and pay for him because the, uh, what is it, ten Premier League goals? You know that costs money, regardless of whether we think he's the finished article or not. That costs money. Yeah, fifteen million apparently. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll take anything that goes. But uh, you mentioned as well that there was also another game in Bodymore today. Um, Aston Villa, another uh, Aston Villa select eleven, I think we we'll call it, uh, played against Crew in Bodymore Heat today. Don't know much more on it other than Wesley got some game time. Louis Barry got the only goal uh, in a one 0 win, uh, but there was some concerns out of it. That in the warm up, I think it was Emily Brindia took a knock and didn't actually suit up today. Didn't play. So um, look, it's probably just precautionary. Actually, all, everything points to the fact that it is precautionary, but. It, you know, I suppose this is this is their way of compensating for the fact that the Newcastle match or the Nats Forest match was uh, cancelled during the week. They said, "Do you know what we we'll do? We'll take two squads, one to Crew or one to Bodymore, one to Ashton Gate, and we we'll just play them for ninety minutes essentially, and just have three subs in the bench, old school style. We're talking ninety, we're talking nineteen eighty two European Cup style. Only only three subs in the bench, and one of them's a goalkeeper. You know, that's the way it was in Ashton Gate today. And and actually, before, uh, on that game in Ashton Gate." The two boys did get a run in Hayden Lindley and, and Brad Young. Um, in the last few minutes, they, they did get a run. So uh, it is nice to see them get some game time too, along with the guys back in Bodymore. Yeah. Well, I know, I know somebody had messaged us early today concerned about the build-up and how, how many games we had and the quality of the opposition. But this, this is all about uh, ramping up to next weekend. I think when we play Seville next weekend or Sevilla, whatever we're going to call them, they, we will see probably our strongest and Dean Smith's first choice, 11, take to the field that day. And then, then we can judge from there on in. But uh, I, th I think today was a worthwhile exercise. Um, what, 14, 15 players gone to three different games, more or less the under-23s went to Stafford Rangers. Yeah. And behind closed doors, a body more heat, and then the bulk going to... Uh, Bristol City, so um, important to get 90 minutes under the belt. It probably won't be the last 90 minutes, I'm sure. Something will happen beyond, behind the scenes, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, that we won't hear about, but the most important thing is that they're getting full games under the belt. I'm sure they will want 
are returning players, uh, the first of which being Jack and Tyrone to arrive on Monday and get their shoulder behind the wheel and get a, get a game under their belt. So that would probably happen. If not, we'll probably see Jack and Tyrone next Saturday. I fully believe that that would be the case. Yeah. Uh, Emmy Emmy, Emmy be back um, this week as well. So, bar, barring Douglas Louise, we've, we've got a full, a full force choice to pick from in midweek, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and look, it is, it's, it's something I suppose that the, that the strength and conditioning squads and strength and conditioning teams, should I say, will be will be working towards over the next week or so. And uh, yeah, look, hopefully if we get any bonus games on the on AVTV, well then we've just been singing their praises. I'll definitely watch them and watch them with me um, if they do come come down. But I am looking forward to the Sevilla game next um, next weekend as well. And uh, hopefully we go out and we give them a good rattle prior to, to starting the Premier League season for ourselves as well. So that's really to do all, all our match reports uh, for today. As I say, it's, uh, it's, hard, it's hard to get too excited about it because, as I say, they were very processional and awful lot of them. There were fitness outings. We don't know anything about the about the, the one in Bodymore. I presume it was behind closed doors in case uh, Wesley went on the war path and started kicking the shit out of people again. Um <laughs> But uh, um, yeah, so they, and definitely don't know anything about the under twenty threes and against after injuries. If anybody has any info on that, please uh, reach out to us, give us a shout on Twitter, and let us know because we'd be very very interested. But uh, yeah, I suppose after the game today, Paddy, the um, the news broke almost directly after the game that Aston Villa had reached a transfer agreement with Bayern Leverkusen for Leon Bailey, and let's talk about that now. Okay. Well, what was my overriding emotion today? I had just walked along the beach in cold, dampish kind of weather, uh, just about to go back into the car, and the the ping came on my phone. So me, me and Stephen had a big hug that we were uh, we were going in the right place after after twenty four hours, let's say, of people stirring the shit on social media and in the news media because. There's obviously nothing to report, and we get to that in a while. But I, I think this is a huge statement of intent for our club. Um, you know, as I said in a previous podcast, this this, this guy is a hot prospect throughout Europe. Um, a good coaching mate of mine who lives in Holland, who uh, who's from Holland and lives in Germany, reckons this guy is the future. 60, 70, 80 million in the future, this guy will go for. So he reckons... Having signed him today, we, we've got a huge, huge, huge talent on our hands. Big prospects, and uh, Jesus, long may this, <laughs> long may this kind of trend continue. Because behind the scenes, you know, we we haven't mentioned it, but we mentioned it as it happens when we're online. But you know, we're, we're buying the hottest prospects of of British football, of Irish football, or wherever they're coming from, from other academies, and. You know, this this one, I think, was a major statement of intent and a huge relief because you're asking yourself, are, are we relying on Jack signing a new contract for this fella to sign? But now it's just down to the medical. It's just down to agreeing personal terms. And you can be sure that the agent has been involved in the negotiations before now. Otherwise, we would not be announcing it. So as far as I'm concerned, barring Leon Bailey picking up an injury while on international duty with Jamaica. We've nothing to worry about here. Yeah. Um, 
I've spoken quite a lot with G- about Leon Bailey previously. Uh, we have a uh, a focus uh, video on him as well, and a focus podcast on him too. Statistical focus podcast on him. I think he's going to be really good. And I think, to be honest with you, moving to Aston Villa, moving to the Premier League where he wants to move. Um, I mentioned in that podcast as well that he had enlisted the help of A.D. Shaw, the guy who had gotten Raheem Sterling, his move from Le- from Liverpool to Man City. Yeah, hopefully he ditches him now because we don't want uh, Leon Bailey kind of up in sticks in two, two years' time to move to Man City as well. We've had enough, enough of, potentially have enough of that already in our play. But um, no, it's it, he's coming to the Premier League. But I think that, you mentioned a piece there, Paddy, where you said that, you know, is this consequent of him coming in to sign based on whether Jack stays or not? I think it's a win-win for Leon Bailey. I think he sees it as that. He gets to showcase his talents in the Premier League. He gets to play in a position he's familiar with on the left. If Because uh, I think if he comes here and plays for Aston Villa, that's where he's going to play, regardless of whether Jack stays. Jack gets moved into the centre and we play with that number 10. Um, that's what I think will happen if Leon Bailey so signing Jack stays. Um, where if Jack stays, he gets to play with him and he gets to heighten his talents. If Jack goes, he becomes one of the main men in our attack. It's an absolute win-win for Leon Bailey and he should be salivating and licking his lips at the, at the idea of being able to get those fancy feet and that, that really fast touch, that fast twitch athleticism he has into the Premier League to try and, and showcase his talent. So I'm really there for this. I'm going to be really looking forward to seeing it. I hope we get to see him for 10, 15 minutes against against Seville uh, at the weekend, maybe even a little more. Maybe we get to see him for 40 yeah. minutes. He's been away. I think he'll in start. I think he'll be, think he'll be involved. Once everything goes to plan over the next couple of days, I think he'll be highly involved next weekend so that the management and the coaches can see where he's at. Uh, this is a huge deal. You know, it could... It, I'm, I'm looking at people losing their shit for the last 24 hours. I celebrated today when I heard this news because... Absolutely, you know, so did I. This is a statement of intent. Without a shadow of a doubt, this is a statement of intent. Regardless of what happens in the future and regardless of what way you're thinking, this is a huge signing for our club. And embrace it, enjoy it. Put his name in your shirt and you got to do that. This guy is going to be a star. And, you know, everything we've seen... I, I encourage people to go back and look at the video you did on 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 him as you previously mentioned because everybody wanted this guy and, and we've yep. got him and you know we'll get to it later on but i i think this guy is going to really compliment jack Grealish. and uh spoiler alert <laughs> they'll be playing together if, if not just next weekend they'll be playing together um, yeah, uh, just before we leave Leon Bailey and we go on to talk about uh, a bit about Jack Grealish, um, or sorry, as I'm terming it, the transfer we dare not mention. Um, I, I think this club needs this name recognition specifically on the continent. I think they need, they need somebody like this. Call it if you want the hipster footballer. You know, the guy that comes in that, oh, yeah, I watched the Bundesliga. I watched, uh, I watched, oh, I watched 40. I watched all of Leverkusen's games last year in the Bundesliga. Like, sometimes I come on here and I say, yeah, I'd like to watch other football. I'll watch it if it's on. If we're linked with somebody, I'll crack open my database and on a, a scouting uh, platform that I will not mention. Uh, just due to the fact that uh, they want to sponsor us, I'll fucking mention it. But uh, <laughs> until they do, I would. I'll crack open that. I'll take a look at stuff. I'll take a look at my five games as I always do. But I don't sit down and religiously watch the Bundesliga week in, week out. I watch it if it's on. But this is a hipster type football uh, transfer. He's very good. Bayern Munich were interested in him. Ironically enough, this time last year when Sané moved, um, 
uh, Man City were actually interested in him. Man United have been linked to him. You know, Liverpool were linked to him earlier on this season. Yeah. He's got the, he's got the juice, you know, to play in 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 quote unquote top teams if you want to call them that or whatever. But he's coming to Aston Villa, and it's name recognition, it's brand recognition, it's continental recognition. And once again, you know, this has been something that I've been saying that Everton have been doing, West Ham have been doing of recent. They've been buying good players. Like when West Ham signed Felipe Anderson, yes, it didn't work out for him when he came from Lazio and moved to moved to the Premier League. That was name recognition within the Italian league. Like that was a big transfer. That was a huge transfer for for West Ham when Ars or when um, uh, Everton signed James Rodriguez. Yes, that was a, probably a global one. Mm-hmm. But Everton have also signed players like uh, what's your man's name, um, uh, Andre Gomez. You know, all this is continental name recognition. Grealish, and we talk about this again in a moment. It feels like we've actually already probably said what we need to say about the, the transfer that should have been mentioned. We fucking yeah. mentioned it more than we've mentioned any but other no, transfer. Transfer. The but, bigger issue is this, this is flying under the radar. Yes, and, which is and, good. And, and people, people are just concentrating on something else. But yeah. this, this is a big deal. This is a huge deal for our club. We, yeah. We've probably broken our transfer record, have we? And uh, no, no, he isn't. Well, from yeah. what, what what it's, I think it's thirty million plus add-ons, but it doesn't come. I've not seen anyone say that it's going to break the point. Yeah, uh, okay. transfer. And let's not forget, lads. Let's not forget, we've broken our bloody transfer record twice. Well, we we will have spent over thirty million twice this summer. That's great going. That's yeah. that that's good going. And this is not us trying to polish up a card and say that this is oh putting a positive spin on things. Take these in a vacuum. The Amy Buendia transfer previously and the Leon Bailey transfer. We, as things stand, we are measurably measurably better than we were last year. As things stand, based on yeah. okay, something might change next week, but as things stand, we are measurably better. Mm-hmm. And I think, Paddy, look, we're farting around this whole the, the, this whole transfer that should not be mentioned. So <laughs> let's move on to this and uh, give me one moment there while I just bring this up. So the transfer that should not be mentioned, Paddy, talk to me on it. I know that. Look, I actually haven't spoken to you much uh, about this. Since you've gone away and since this broke, um, yeah. I'm good. Look, uncensored, unadulterated. Give it. Give me exactly what you feel. And and, and just for for the record, myself and Paddy, I think might even have different views on this. I don't know because I don't know what Paddy what Paddy thinks. But go for it, Paddy. Tell me how you feel on it. Okay. So, <laughs> children out of the room, Paddy. Is that what is that what we ask? No, no, no. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. People are losing their shit, right? And. Um, Understandably, because it's been reported that we're losing our prized asset. Our, yes. Our, you know, and there's a lot. There's a lot going on with this transfer, and mainly because we were told apparently that there wasn't a release clause. So we don't know whether they've met the release clause or they've met what we've asked for. Right. We don't know for a start whether there's been any offer. And the reason I go back to that is all the people who are reporting that Jack Grealish is gone, the, it's down to the player, all this kind of stuff, did the exact same thing at the same time last year and Man United have bought him. And did Man United buy him? Did they fuck? Will they ever? No. Will Man City ever? I don't think so. I'm not going to really? thing saying it's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. If it's going to happen, we have... One more year with Jack Grealish. I am I am fairly sure that that's going to be the case. It's not going to happen this summer. 
if it happens, I'll put my hands up and say, yes, okay, I was wrong. But for now, I don't believe that this is going to happen this summer. You you put yourself in the situation. You, me and you are fans. Everybody listening to this is fans, with the exception of our token sports fan, a Liverpool fan who watches. And, you know, you put, your, put yourself in Jack's position. Okay. This guy is the captain of our club. He's our leader. He has been through the absolute shit with this club. He's followed this club through thick and thin for, since whatever, four or five years of age. And all of a sudden, here we are on the verge of something extraordinary. And I mean extraordinary, and I don't say that lightly. This is a group of players that's more than capable of taking us into the Champions League. And I believe that. I truly, truly, truly believe we might be a couple of players short. They might come in before the transfer window ends. We do need to sign a centre-half. We probably need a centre-midfielder. But this group of players is so, so close to being the best Villa squad uh, since 1982. That's how big this is. Jack Grealish, a Villa fan, has this extraordinary opportunity to, to be the captain the leader, the talisman, everything of this club, absolutely everything. The pivotal thing that makes this club work is Jack Grealish. I will ask you the question, as a fan, which Jack Grealish is, do you walk away from that? I don't think so. I haven't yet. <laughs> I haven't yet. And, I've seen this, and since, you know, I've, I've 11 years in Jack Grealish, I've seen this play worse than Jack Grealish has. So, uh, yeah. No, but but that's like Paddy. I I actually for, for I I think and one of our listeners will probably tell us that could be the longest I've ever shut up in a podcast. That might be the <laughs> longest that I've ever not interrupted you or spoken over you in a podcast. And the reason being, Paddy, is because it's I believe you. I, I like as I said, a genuine and I hand on heart. This you know we we haven't spoken about this. On, uh, on on WhatsApp, or we haven't been on the phone or anything about it. And I was genuinely interested in what you'd say. And the amount of positivity you came up with there about uh, and looks. I know some people are shouting at their radio or shouting at their, their phone now, going, "Oh my God, it looks fat." It's, that's your feelings over the facts, and the facts are there in the paper or whatever. And that's fine. That's cool if that's what you believe. But I actually got a nice feeling. You you've you've convinced me to be a small a bit more on the on the listen. I think we won't know until Jack comes back here. And I think maybe people are putting the cap before the horse here uh, with regards to this transfer. And I think that, like myself, I don't think the, the fat lady has sung on this yet. I think that Leon Bailey, I think this Leon Bailey signing is an opportunity, as I said, to show Jack, listen, Jack, want to move into the centre? Do you want to be a big boy? Do you want to move into the centre and be the, Mason, be, be the Mason Mount of our team? You know, the way they talk about Mason Mount gets into the English team because he plays in yeah. the more central role. You didn't get into that central role. Do you want, do you want to play there? You're not going to play for City. You know, you, you, won't, be, you won't be in that role for City. Do, do you want to do that with us? And you know what we'll do? We'll put a £30 million Jamaican international who had his best season in the Bundesliga and, and runs like, like, uh, like, uh, like hell on the other side of you and see how you get on. Let's say we get in a James Ward-Prowse. I know we've spoken about being on the fence, maybe, whether we think James Ward-Prowse will fit in here. I think on this side of things. 
and I know 40 million or whatever it is to be quoted for James Ward Prowse would be a hell of a lot of money to pay for somebody who's just really good at trees. But could you imagine? Could you imagine? Look, Jack, you come in, you just do what you do. Now we've got someone who can stick him in the back of the net. We've got Ashley Young and we've got James Ward Prowse to, you know, take a mean free kick. You may. But I, I, I just, before you go on, I'll go, I'll go back to all of the people that let us down in the past, the likes of Ashley Young previously, Dwight York. All of these players that us as fans have a little bit of a grievance for what they've done, none of them have been Villa fans. None of them. Absolutely none of them. That changes everything for me. Absolutely everything. Because regardless of whether you've lost your shit on Twitter over the last 24 hours or you're sitting on the fence or you don't believe this is going to happen, most of us are just praying that it doesn't happen. But... So yeah, I think I think that's the commonality of everything, Paddy. I think it, yeah. nobody wants Jack Grealish sort. No, absolutely not. And if you, if you put everything I've said in the last whatever it is four or five minutes into perspective, you know there's there's so much on offer for a fan to lead us into this situation, which. But let's be honest, it it could go tits up. It's it's not it's not it's not a given, but. It is a huge opportunity for a fan. You look, the, the, they put the jerseys on sale yesterday and, and the four boys turned into Villa Park, um, Tony Morley, Gary Shaw, um, forgotten who the other two were, uh, Gordon Cowens and mm. Des Bremner maybe, I'm not sure. But people turned out in their numbers to come yeah, and pull yeah. you short. Can you imagine? We're looking at forty years down the line, and there's Jack Grealish with his long grey hair sitting in the, in in the villa shop because that's the way he's going to be for the rest of his life. This this yeah. guy has the potential to be the greatest. I said it on this podcast before. If he signs on, if he buys into this project, he will be greater than Paul McGrath. I truly believe he will be greater than Paul McGrath. This will be the For Love of Jack Reilly's podcast, maybe in 10 years. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> without me and you, without me and you, and somebody else takes over the mantle or whatever. But, the, you know, that that's the way I see Jack Reilly's and his future being. And his future, in my opinion, is at Aston Villa and not at Manchester City. And I think he would find it very, very hard to go and sit in the rotation process that Man City is on the bench, miss out on the big games, possibly not play against Villa, and play a couple of Champions League games, not play the six games. And you could see, like we all know Jack Reader so well, you could see how hard it was for him during the European Championships. And that's just how it will be at Manchester City. So for me, I'm not worried. I'm genuinely not worried this is going to happen. Ideal in facts. The fact we got today was Leon Bailey is signing for Aston Villa, subject to personal terms and a medical. For me, that's a given. Listening to 10, 12, 15 types of journalists, the same journalist that told us he was going to Manchester United last year, egg on their faces. So what are they doing now? They're regurgitating the story on a slow news day in the hope that it would happen. It's an easy story to break because Realistically, if he is to go, there's only two clubs that can afford him, and that's probably PSG and Manchester City. Yeah. But 
I don't think Manchester City are finished with their um, financial fair play woes either. Can they afford to go and spend 100 million on Jack Grealish, who realistically is not their missing link? Their missing link is a striker. Harry so Kane. regardless of what they do with Jack Grealish, they still need to sign Harry Kane or the likes to fill in that gap that Sergio Aguero has left. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm not that worried. And I genuinely mean that. I've texted so many people who messaged me over the last 24 hours. I mean that. I'm genuinely not worried. You know, if, if it comes the case on Tuesday or Wednesday where we have decided that, you know, it's too good to turn down, yeah, okay, I'm fine with that. But now, right now, talking to you, I'm not worried. That's what I was going to say is when does when do does the sparkle for us being Villa fans and the sparkle for Jack being Villa fans, when does that become the business of football? You know, um, and, and when when I think we will probably all agree that the uh, the owners have probably lost a bit of faith. Now that could come for a number of reasons. Has Jack had a word with them and went, you know what, this is too good of an opportunity. I'm going yeah, to play Champions League football. I'm probably going to win a Premier League medal. And if that's the case, and Jack Greeley says that, I'm going to go fine. But for all the reasons, I thought you're going to say something else. I got to go. But for all of the reasons I've said previously, I, I don't believe that that will be the case. Yeah. I, I don't think any amount of money will, will take Jack away from us because I, I believe what's going to happen on Monday is if, if there is any bid, and we'll never know if there's any bid unless he actually moves. So he'll arrive back in on Monday, he'll do his whatever. Um, the owners will, will obviously say to Dean, we have this bid, blah, blah, blah. Where do we go from here? And my opinion on that would be, Jack, go and talk to Man City, see what they're offering. So Jack will talk to Man City and he'll, he'll say, they're, they're giving me 200,000 a week and the owners will go, fine, we'll do the same. Now it's up to you, Jack. Ball in your court. You can go there. You can go there. We'll put in you can go there you can take your money you'll get a couple of medals whatever the case may be but are those medals worth missing out on being the center of what the club that you've loved since you were whatever two or three years of age being potentially at the top of that pile or pushing for the top of that pile you know I I think that's a very difficult decision for him to make and I think if our owners, which they have done with Giannis in the Milwaukee books, done exactly the same thing, they've built the team around them, they've done everything they've asked, he has asked of them, I think it's time to do everything Jack has asked of, of them and push the boat out and make this work. Do you know what? That's an impassioned plea, and I, I can't really add any more to that other than to say that if Jack Grealish signs a new contract, I will do the next live stream in my boxer shorts uh, because I couldn't give a shite. I, as you guys know, I have no problem humiliating myself and it would, I would be the happiest person this side of the, this side of the Irish sea. If Jack, um, if Jack really signs a, signs a new contract, it would be the best thing ever because I genuinely would be literally, I'd be going through a wall for the first game 
of the season. I'm now doubly vaccinated. So are you, Petty? Things are going to open up. I got, I'll tell you, the Irish, the Irish system, I got my vaccination yesterday. I got my my, my uh, travel pass, uh, EU travel pass at 2.15 a.m. this morning. So I am now ready to travel. Uh, that's the way I am at the moment. But uh, So I, I'm very, very happy about that. But I'd swim. I'd swim across um, the Irish Sea to see... Uh, to see Jack Grealish line up alongside Leon Bailey, Emmy Buendia behind Ali Watkins, and go out and give Watford an absolute What we're assembling here is incredible. Um, I, I like, you, there is a caveat in it. I know. I know we, we do have to say there's a caveat. We, you know, but if if everything goes to plan and Jack Grealish signs, like genuinely scary good. But I think the rest of the Premier League are going to start looking over their shoulders. We're, we're the big club here. And, and people don't realise we're a big club. I, I've said this for the last two years. People are going, oh, Jack Reedish is gone. I was going, well, we don't need to sell him. And we don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think the conversation will come. If, if what they've told us is true, and I believe Christian Porslow has said there's no release clause in Jack Reedish's contract, I, I, I'm open to somebody telling me I'm wrong, but I, I, I believe that that's the case. We can, um, I can only go on what Perslow says. Yeah, yeah. Anything else is, is, is hearsay, really. And that's not to yeah. say that we dislike anyone saying it or that anybody's a you know, crackpot for saying it. We just haven't heard it from the club. So I suppose based exactly. on that, so we for make me, deductions, all right, but, but we can't say anything for certain. Yeah. So the, the, there's no question to answer at the moment because I genuinely find it really hard to figure out how Man City are going to replace Sergio Aguero and sign Jack Grealish. So it's either one or the other. Is, is he going to be like Spain and play without any strikers or any notable, <laughs> notable strikers? I don't know. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on in his head if, that, if that's his game. But you do need someone to put the ball in the net. And Man City, in my view, don't need Jack Grealish anywhere near as much as they need a striker. So what's to, what's to worry about for me at the moment? It's not coming between me and my sleep. I honestly, I'm honestly not worried in the slightest right now. Fast forward to Tuesday or Wednesday, if the club come back and say, uh, out of courtesy to Jack Grealish, we've we've uh, allowed him to speak to Manchester City. I will have nothing but respect for Jack Grealish, and I'll say, go and flourish, win your win your medals, do whatever. But I truly do not believe, as a fan, that he's going to walk away from the project that's there at the moment. I think we'll leave it on that, Paddy, because that's a nice, that's a nice positive thing to leave way to leave it. We'll be back with any developments, any breaking news on it as well. We will uh, chat to you on it. Look, I think anybody who's got got, got carrot and blue running through their veins, anybody who's a Villa fan, no one wants that Jack Grealish to go. He may go, but nobody wants him to go. If he does go, we'll deal with it then. Um, as Paddy says there, he doesn't think the fat lady has sung in this transfer yet. Maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. None of us know we're only going based on, on reports. Jack Grealish is back in the country. The only thing I do know is everybody was saying that Jack has had conversations. He's met Manchester City. Jack arrived back in the UK today. All of this shit broke yesterday as far as I'm concerned. It's shit because it, it hold, holds nothing for me until there is official statements from somebody. And to this day, there's no official state. You've got people like Jim White peddling this crap for so long. He rode back in the middle of it going, oh, no, sorry, Jack's not going to happen. He's going to sign for the Boyo Club. And now he's on the back of it again going, 
oh yes, Jack is signed for Manchester City. They're making rubbers mm-hmm. to go along. Eventually, they're hoping that one of these will stick. For me, it's not sticking. It's not sticking. Our man, this team has been built around our man, and I'm sticking by our man until I hear otherwise. Because this is it, it, it's completely different when you're talking about a fan. We've sold so many players, Ben Teke, Dwight York, over the years. They've just broken our hearts, absolutely broken our hearts. We don't need to sell them. It's completely at his request now whether he goes or not. And as a fan, I just can't see it. And that's the bottom line. Well, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. <laughs> Listen, thanks everybody for everything you do for the podcast. I think we're going to leave it there. Um, I completely forgot to mention at the very start of the podcast. Thank you, everybody. We reached a thousand subs on, on YouTube. It was just a complete vanity project for myself and Paddy. <laughs> um, but we're absolutely delighted. You know what? Now we're looking to reach two thousand. Why not? Um, but uh, thanks so much to everybody. We've had so much. Like everybody. I, I, I can't, I can't believe how many people were happy to see us reach a thousand subs. That's, that's actually heartwarming and we really appreciate it. You know, how do you guys are reaching out for you, for your DM and you're reaching out, you know, and, um, on Twitter just to, you know, just to chat. That's what we're here for. You know, I'm, I'm not in the business of trying to fight with anybody on Twitter. I just want to hear what everybody has to say. And if your opinion differs from mine, so be it, you know, it's not going to hurt anyone at the end of the day. And that's the beauty of, that should be the beauty about being a football fan, especially when everybody that I'm talking to on Twitter is the fan of the exact same club. So um, remember that Aston Villa is a very special place. Hopefully we have a very special player playing with this very special club um, after next week and into this season. So thanks so much for everything that everybody has done for this podcast. Thanks very much, Paddy, for taking time over your holiday. Uh, you can catch Paddy on Aston <laughs> Paddy. Catch me on at Love McGrath Pod. Please like, subscribe, and share the, the podcast on whatever platform you, you listen to, whether it be on the actual audio version or on the video version. Really appreciate that. And we really thank you for everything you've done. Listen, it's going to be a massive week in the history of Aston Villa Football Club this week, whether it's going to be incomings uh, on top of incomings or whether it's going to be a notable outcoming. But look, one thing's for sure. Me and Paddy will still be here, and every single one of you guys that are listening will still go to Villa Park at some stage. And that's really essence of everything so until next week please all that's left to say is up the villa up the villa sports social podcast network Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.